This is Emily Penrod and David Penrod. We're starting this podcast show together. We've known each other for some time. You might say that. We've been married for 46 years. We've raised a family of seven children. And we've both, within the past few years, have retired from full-time careers. And now we're self-employed. And sometimes we get surprised looks from friends wondering, so why are you still working? And we wanted to talk about that. David, tell me if you agree. I think our values could be summed up in God, country, and family. Yeah, that uh, covers the three most important areas. That are very important to us. I think it's also safe to say we have integrity. Everything we do, we want to come from a point of integrity, honesty, and service. I can agree with all of that. I think that if if one is not compliant with everything that they believe, then you don't know what to expect out of them. If you know someone is firmly committed to their beliefs uh, and that God and honesty is at the root of everything, then you can believe your spouse when they tell you they love you and they're being true to you. You can trust even a politician if you know he is firmly committed to God and honesty. On the other hand, if he tells you one thing before you vote and does something completely different and tells you other stories after the vote, then you know that that was just a campaign issue and he was being a typical politician doing whatever is needed to get elected, not necessarily to do what is best. And I think that applies to any you know, business relationship, personal relationships, and any of those. You develop trust by having integrity, by saying what you mean, by following through on what you said you would do. And I feel like that's one of the keys to our long-standing marriage. We have learned to trust each other. We've been honest with each other. And I'm, I'm convinced that has made a difference. And I'm impressed with anyone who has faith in a higher power. They may not worship the way I do, But I respect that humility in accepting a higher source and seeing a plan for our lives that involves more than just what am I going to do today. So I think it is also a value for me to take action. It's it's one thing to just say, I want to serve others. I need to do it. So that's another value I have is setting goals and taking action. And I've watched you do that uh, with admiring eyes, that you do have a concern for others, whether it be family members or neighbors or someone in even another state. I've seen you find those issues that make you aware of something that you can do to make that better. And you do. You put that on your bucket list, and it's not just set on the shelf. It's put on your daily planning, and you come up with ways that you can make it happen. And I've seen you do that, too. 
And I, it is heartwarming to me. You know, sometimes if you listen to the news, it just sounds so bleak and miserable. But I love seeing people who are getting involved, seeing a need and working to, to help meet that need, to make the situation better. I applaud that, and it's important to me to be part of that. What is that saying? If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Is that how it goes? Essentially, it covers the, the issue. Um, I've heard it expressed many different ways, but it all boils down to just those things. Those who just live life without looking around and recognizing that not all is well with everyone they miss a lot of opportunities that they could bless the lives of, of people around them in some way, even if it's just a smile and wave, because sometimes that's all people need. They don't, they're not in good space with themselves, and they don't see value in themselves that day. And if someone smiles and waves, says hi, takes a few minutes to talk to them, that can make a big difference in their day. That <clears throat> is so true. And I would love to encourage everyone to try that. Just every day, make a point to reach out to as many people as you can. And again, even if it's just with a smile and encouraging word. You know, sometimes you're at the grocery store, you may see a mother with young children who's just looking stressed, trying to keep them under control, and just a kind word about, you know, beautiful children, Something can, can really make a difference. Never miss an opportunity to lift another person. So based on these values, we've become entrepreneurs and we are following our passions both together with this podcast and separately. When I first retired from the post office where I had to go in every morning at a certain time, and I knew I was going to be there for at least uh, eight hours, sometimes more, and work hard. That was my duty, and I did it. And, and I enjoyed many aspects of it, especially the customers that I had, and I could say hi to them and sometimes uh, brighten their day with a good word. And, and when I first came to the conclusion that, that uh, it was time for me to leave, and I retired, the first thought was, oh boy, no school today. I get to stay home and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I did. I binge watched some shows and things, uh, but I soon tired of that, you know, the, with not having something positive to do, it became old quickly. I remember that. It did not last long at all. And you began pursuing your passions you retired four years before I did so following your example learning from you I began planning well in advance of retirement yeah even a year before knowing I wanted to follow my passion in supporting children with special needs I had been a special ed teacher for 23 years I had many occasions to work with parents who are supporting their children, and I could see that quite often there's a breakdown in communication between parents and the schools. 
And I did my best to listen to parents, understand their needs, let them know that they know more about their children than anyone else. As a professional, I was there to support them. And then I had the opportunity to take a course on hypnotherapy taught by a good friend of mine, a woman I have a great deal of respect for, Martha Harrison. This was offered through the National Guild of Hypnotists. And I started taking the class with the idea of using this to help myself. But as I went through the class, I saw how much it could benefit anyone. Parents who are stressed out, struggling with maintaining control of their emotions so they can raise their children effectively. And even students who are struggling with maintaining concentration, understanding how to make and keep friends, understanding how to succeed in school. My passion is helping people become better to reach their goals, especially families. I, I love strengthening families. I feel like families are under attack in this day and age. Most families have either two working parents or a single parent. And it's not easy. It's, it's hard. It's extremely hard. And especially if you have a child with special needs, and that's becoming more common. So my passion is in helping these families and helping people who want to set and reach goals, helping them to understand themselves better and why sometimes we sabotage ourselves. We may have the best of intentions, but we don't always follow through. And it's probably even more important today than it was as we were raising our kids because when we were raising our kids, there were shows on television that we could trust to let our kids watch, like Mr. Rogers, who taught friendship and value and respect. Whereas today's cartoons and other shows that the kids are drawn to seem to be either totally inane without any good message, or the message they're sending is probably the opposite of what you would like to have instilled in your children. Yes, that's true. We've, we've seen that as we've watched shows with our, our grandchildren. I've been rather dismayed at the quality there. And whereas it may have been safe to let your children watch TV, there were times of the day when you, you knew there wouldn't be anything harmful for them. But I'm seeing more and more pornography creeping in and being presented as the norm. But research shows that Pornography alters the wiring in a child's brain. They, they lose that ability to feel compassion for others. They start to view other people as objects. And it's very damaging. And there are, you know, I, I totally disagree with the concept that pornography is a victimless crime. It does create victims. It does harm and parents need to be very vigilant to keep it out of their homes. Even if the effect of pornography doesn't lead one to commit a sexual sin, 
or sexual abuse of someone, uh, that concept of seeing other people as objects to be taken advantage of, that affects business people, that oh, yes. affects politicians, it affects neighbors. You know, how can I gain advantage over the other person? And that is, is causing our society to just decay into us against them mentality. Or me is, first. Yeah, me first. And, and you look back in history at various things that have happened, whether it was a war or, or king versus subjects or, you know, whatever strife has, has happened, a lot of that boils down to not seeing the other person as a person of value that you should get to know and get to work with instead you take advantage of that's true we're fortunate to live in a community where the neighbors watch out for each other and you know i, I love seeing this i love seeing people just doing little acts of kindness for each other just you know a quick call i'm I'm running into town. Is there anything I can get you while I'm in there? Or knowing that a neighbor is struggling with getting their trash can back in and taking it in for them and building each other. And, and that's the society I want to live in. And I want my children and grandchildren to be able to, to live in. That's what I want to promote is a society where we care about each other. We see each other as people. And we accept everyone, even if they don't have the same background, even if they don't dress like us, even if they're from a different country. We're all human beings. We all have a right to be here on this earth. And I've also learned everyone I meet has something to teach me. So Absolutely. I want to I take the time to listen. And a lot of times... If you just reach out and say hi to someone or engage in a conversation in a store or on the street or uh, sit next to someone you don't know in, in a restaurant or something, uh, you, you just are very often surprised at what you can learn from this new person that you've brought into your life for a, a brief period of time. And sometimes it's so... Uh, worthwhile that you don't bring them in just for a short period of time but you bring them in on a more friendship basis it's something that you can do partnership in business or teach each other something or network in some fashion with them and their interests and this is the way to treat children they're not objects they're human beings it's very important to listen to them Understand what's important to them and understand how they respond to the world. You know, we're, we're actually, as authority figures in our children's lives, we're programming their subconscious. We're teaching them what to believe about themselves and about the world around them. Are we teaching them that they are worthwhile, capable, and have something to contribute to the world? Or are we teaching them that the world is a fearful place? Are we teaching them to be positive? And, ch and children want immediacy and, and strive to get that. They'll, they'll start throwing a temper tantrum. They'll be persistent in 
wanting your attention, some response from you. And parents are not always in control. Sometimes they have had a bad day or they're tired or whatever. And it's important to learn how to diffuse the situation rather than make it worse by raising your voice and say, can't you see that I'm busy with something? Talk to me later, you know. Instead, if you can, if you can calmly just say, can you give me a couple of minutes to get collected and we mm-hmm. can talk about this? Diffuse the situation. Don't escalate it. Very good. Very good. So our why is we're following our passion. We want to support families. We want to reach out to parents. I know when we were raising our children, it was good to hear from someone who had been through the challenge we were facing. We would love to hear any comments, questions, topics that you would like to hear discussed. We welcome that. Yes, we would really encourage your questions, things you would like to hear. Subject matter, the the detail that we did not get in here because we kept this rather superficial to to cover several areas and stimulate thought. So if we have succeeded in stimulating a thought or a question, please let us know. Subscribe and send in your questions. We would be glad to review them and address them in future broadcasts. All right, and we hope you all have a great day.